It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Yes, it's hot time. We had a hot time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. I attended the New West Summit in Oakland over the weekend. Between the VIP parties and Consumer Day, it was like trick-or-treating for potheads. I have a lot of new products to try, and I'll be sure to let you know my favorites on some podcasts down the road. Please forgive my voice and any coughs and sniffles you may experience during today's podcast. I don't know if it's from smoking way too many joints with strangers at the conference or if it's from this smoke-filled NorCal air. Either way, I've had to cut back on my cannabis flower consumption because my lungs are irritated. So this morning I was upset because I couldn't smoke and I needed to prepare for a routine biopsy. I had to take the edibles route, which meant timing was important to make sure the effects kicked in at the right moment. I began by medicating first thing this morning with a 10 milligram dark chocolate covered espresso bean by Altai. Before I walked out the door an hour later, I had a banana and some delicious toasted coconut chips by Humboldt Harvest. Let me tell you, Those maple and Vietnamese cinnamon-dusted coconut chips were the perfect texture and would be a great addition to your morning granola, cereal, or smoothies. It's a 1 to 2 THC to CBD ratio, which is great for daytime use. Those coconut chips would also be a bomb addition to desserts if you're having a dinner party. Seriously, so, so good. I'll share the link to Humboldt Harvest in the show notes so you can learn more. 
The serving I had today consisted of 10 milligrams of CBD and 5 milligrams of THC. Walking out of the house today, I had consciously consumed 15 milligrams of THC and 10 milligrams of CBD as a replacement for the Ativan they would otherwise give me prior to the biopsy procedure. I'm telling you this because a cautionary tale on dosing edibles is at the center of this week's podcast. Edibles are the typical culprit for a bad cannabis experience. Anecdotally, I'd say at least 80% of the people who tell me they don't like cannabis explain a traumatizing encounter with edibles as the reason. And I'm not kidding when I say each and every person's story is a rubber stamp of the one before it. Replace chocolate with cookie or cupcake or gummies. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. So I had a piece of chocolate and wasn't feeling anything. So I ate another square. I was barely feeling anything, so I ate another square, and then like five minutes later, no joke, it hit me like a ton of bricks, and my body felt so heavy, I could barely move. I couldn't talk worth shit, and I was paralyzed with paranoia. Some of the outlier stories include the pissing of pants. Many of the tales showcase alcohol playing the tired role of liquid courage. Of course, the booze and bud combo for newbies typically leads to a cross-faded puking and toilet-hugging session on the bathroom floor of a person's house you'd rather not be seeing from that vantage point. And let me stop and say, the cross-fade doesn't end with experienced cannabis use. I was personally puking my guts up a few months ago after drinking beers in the hot sun and then popping over to a barbecue where I was served a glass of wine and rich, delicious food, and then someone handed me a giant bong, and I took the first rip off of it. I've got 21 years of pot smoking experience, and I know better than shit like that. But I was wrapped up in the moment of visiting old friends, and I just wasn't thinking. I wasn't being mindful. I had another close call this weekend with my homegirl and colleague, Dr. V. She, too, is an experienced cannabis consumer, and she understands her body has a very low tolerance for edibles. We learned that the hard way a few years ago. Oh, shit. We were on holiday in Sicily and had spent the afternoon at the beach with friends. I had some cannabis concentrate, and I shared it with her. Now let's just fast forward two hours later to dinner. It's August, and it's hot as fuck. We're dining al fresco with our friends, and we're drinking some pre-dinner bubbles when I look over and Dr. V's eyes are rolling in the back of her head and she is clearly out of it. Our Italian friends think she's playing and I know what the fuck has happened and that this is not a fire drill. So I got up, I put some water on her face and her neck and I was fanning her and she really needed to get out of that heat. And so I had her get up and lean on me and I slowly started escorting her to the ladies room. Unfortunately, it was up this set of stairs and she ran out of steam and collapsed on me on our way up those stairs. And I just was able to hold on and just kind of rolled her down onto the steps. 
And we sat there for close to an hour with hundreds of Sicilian and Italian eyeballs watching the crazy American girls on holiday. From that moment, I became Dr. V's guard dog when it comes to edibles. When we go to events or parties, she and I always discuss if and when she samples what. It's the buddy system. So back to this weekend. Dr. V and I are standing at a booth listening to a new product company that I won't name pitch their amazingly delicious, savory edibles product line. The pitch man hands us a pretzel and has us eat it and comments on the quality of the pretzel all by itself. Then he hands us another pretzel. This one tastes of cheddar cheese and a slight hint of cannabis. Do you like Cheetos, he asks. Duh, who the fuck doesn't like Cheetos? So he tears open another bag and hands us each a Cheetos-inspired crisp. I pop it in my mouth. God, it was delicious. And then I took a hard pause and I asked him, Before we go any further, I should have already asked you this. What is the dosage per serving of your edibles? Dr. V and I gasped as he announced that each pretzel is 7.5 milligrams of THC, and each of those cheese crisps was 3 milligrams. So Dr. V, who has a precise handle on her edibles tolerance, had consumed over three times that amount in the matter of minutes. (laughs) I was so pissed. The lovely ladies at Humboldt Harvest were at the adjacent booth and witnessed Dr. V and I freak out on the guy. The ladies offered her some of their CBD tincture, which helps counter the psychoactive effects of THC. She had two servings of it, and it truly did work like a charm. (laughs) I, on the other hand, have a higher tolerance and enjoyed riding the 18 milligram THC wave while exploring the rest of the show. The moral of the story is this. It is each of our responsibility to be mindful of our body, our tolerance, and our active consumption. That man should have told us the dosage of his product and then offered us a sample. It was my responsibility to ask that question up front since he didn't offer the information. But again, I was on autopilot and I wasn't being mindful. It was just as much my fault as it was his. Autopilot is not okay when it comes to cannabis or booze or opioids. We're out with friends, we had a rough day, we're being pulled in a million directions. We need to take the edge off. I get it. There's plenty of reasons why we want to take our eye off the ball. But when it comes to edibles, if you don't pay attention, you're liable to catch a fly ball to the face. I got the ball of wine, the high dollar gun. I got the West Coast smoke. I've asked you to reach out and let me know what you think about the podcast. And I am so grateful for the feedback and encouragement you've given me. One particular message showed up last week when I was ending a rather frustrating day questioning the importance of what I'm doing. I cried giant tears of gratitude and It was so moving that I have to share this sweet note with you. It's late at night for a mom of a teen, preteen, and infant. And I've written you an email at least a dozen times in my head on a walk listening to your podcast. With my exhausting intro, I have to say thank you. 
I smoked throughout my youth and college years. I stopped while married and in mom mode, whatever that is. Entered divorce, counseling, anxiety, depression, and well, whatever life brought after that. Then I see my college friend working with someone on a CBD muscle rub. Sure, I like the Facebook page. Then I see the page has a podcast. Ignore, ignore, ignore. Okay, fine. I'll listen. I'm lost in the southern drawl and talk about flour, which was just weed for me before. I took a stand. I got my medical recommendation. I smoked flour. I microdosed. I became casually baked. I stopped to listen to my kids. I contemplated my feelings. I felt compassionate. I thought. I stopped. I literally smelled the flowers. Thank you. Keep talking. Keep advocating. Keep educating. And keep sharing. I think this successfully concludes my longest message ever, but I needed to find a few minutes to encourage you because you encouraged me. Sarah, I can't tell you how much I needed to hear that. Thank you from the bottom of my Texas-sized heart. You got your face fixed up nice With all those little, little colored lights You got those records that spin around and round Gonna spin, spin, spin till we get on And for the rest of you, if you have something to say about Casually Baked, the podcast, I would love to hear it. And if you're not already subscribing, I hope you'll do so now. And if you want to learn the ins and outs of Cannabis for Wellness and the modern cannabis culture, jump on over to casuallybaked.com. Check out the Cannabis Class Kit. It is your personal guide to pot, and I promise it won't steer you wrong. I wrote it. I mean, come on. (laughs) Casually Baked the Podcast was created, recorded, produced, edited by the team of Just Joe. Our theme music is by my handsome and fabulous friend Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with his music, check out his latest album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you are buying your music these days. I know he didn't create high time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Don't forget, email me at ask at casuallybaked.com with any of your can of curiosities. You've got questions? I've got answers. You're casually baked, but what the fuck? That's what you want, right? Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.